Hello, and welcome to another episode of Nostalgic Mystery Radio. I'm your host, Stevie Kay, and it's my honor to bring you the radio shows of yesteryear. For today's episode, I bring you Father Brown, episode titled The Queer Feet, where Father Brown is called to the exclusive Vernon Hotel to administer the last rites to a dying member of the staff. He manages to detect a crime in progress and save a soul all by listening for a few strange footsteps in a corridor. So sit back and relax, and I hope you enjoy this Nostalgic Mystery Radio. Thank you for listening. Feet, adapted by John Scotney, with Andrew Sachs as Father Brown. Hey, Giovanni, what are you doing down here? Oh, you mean young Hector? Well, you... You know what they say about the waiters here. She is much easier to become a member of parliament than a, than a waiter, waiter at, at the, the Hotel, Hotel Vernon. Right. And yet here you are, a waiter, demeaning yourself by talking to a mere dishwasher. Ah, not just talking, but actually doing some washing up. What? Oh, Mr. Lever, Mr. Lever, he say, you, Giovanni, you clean the special silver. The young Hector, I, I cannot trust him with it. What? He only been here a Fortnight, anyway, is American. He's probably bandito. Ah, get away. <laughs> hey, these are amazing. Mm. But amazing. They're not pretty, but they are amazing. What, what in tarnation are they? Ah, they are a fish service. Hmm. You see? Each knife and fork is shaped like a fish. Oh, yes. And these pearls. Are... Those pearls are enormous. But uh, what are they for? What? Is it some special occasion? Oh, tonight is dining here a most exclusive English club. Each year for 10 or 15 years, ever since 1890s, they come here, 12 English gentlemen and aristocrats. They take the whole dining room. They send us their special silver. And what for, you say? (laughs) To eat... (laughs) To eat the famous fish pie. <laughs> what? Tonight, the annual fish dinner of the club of the 12 true fishermen. The 12? Oh, come on. I don't believe it. Yes. The English. The English. <laughs> what is it? What is it, Giovanni? Uh, Are you all right, Giovanni? Uh, Giovanni! Uh, help! Help! Uh, Mr. Lieber, help! Uh, Mr. Lieber, help! What's happened? What's happened? Oh, it's Giovanni! Oh, no! He, he just collapsed! Oh, no, he's calling somebody! He's collapsed! Oh, my God! He's Don't collapsed. distress yourself, oh, lad! Look! Jump to it, Hector! What? what? Get a taxi cab. Here's the money. Okay, the right. The doctor's address is pinned yeah. up in the caretaker's office. Uh-huh. Tell him it's urgent. I, I will, I will! Boris! Mario, get Giovanni upstairs into one of the guest rooms. Give him a brandy and hot water bottle. Right, go on. Right, the rest of you, calm down. Now, now, since you're all here, 
I'll go through one more time what happens this evening. Now, first, 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 when the gents arrive, it's customary for you all to be lined up against the back wall of the dining room. Then clear off. Smoothness and silence. Taxi! Taxi! He's asking for a priest. Hmm. A priest? He's a Catholic. Oh, of course, of course. Oh, Giovanni, Giovanni, why'd you do this to me today of all days? Mario? See, si. You're a Catholic. Where do I find a priest? Amen. Dear Lord, have mercy on his soul. The doctor? Yes, Father? I think... Uh... Yes. Yes, he's gone. A stroke like that, it's probably for the best. Yes. Uh, you know, Father... Uh... Brown. Father Brown, I'm willing to bet you never thought you'd see the inside of this place. The most exclusive hotel in London. <laughs> doctor, however exclusive as you say a place may be... There is in the world a very aged rioter and demagogue who breaks into the most refined retreats with the dreadful news that all men are brothers. <laughs> and behold, he rides a pale horse, and his name is... Death? Yes. And my trade, like yours, is to follow him wheresoever he goes. That's strange. Do you... What's the matter? Sometimes... Sometimes one can smell evil... The way a dog smells rats. And you smell it now? Uh, not a great evil, but definitely something. Hmm. Oh, well. Shall we go down? You no doubt have arrangements to make concerning the disposal of the body, and uh, I must see Mr. Lever about something concerning that poor man's soul. I'm afraid I can't give you very long. My guests will be in a few minutes. Oh, dear. Um, well, it's about um, uh, Giovanni. Yes, oh. yes. He wasn't a bad man, but in his youth, he... Um, well, he did something in Italy, and I, I can't break the secrecy of the confessional. Of oh, no, no. No, but he uh, begged me to write at once uh, to someone in Italy to at least partly make amends, and I do feel duty-bound to discharge the... Um, so I was wondering if... Um, oh, naturally, naturally. This is my private inner office. I, I use it for the more delicate matters. Oh? If these walls could only speak, eh? <laughs> oh, perhaps better not. Uh, uh, paper, pen, ink. Oh, that is good. Yes, <laughs> it might be a bit noisy, I'm afraid. Um, this wall is pretty thin, and there's a passage from the kitchens runs right behind oh, no, it. No, 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 I'm sure it'll suit very well. <laughs> well, I'll be off... The gentleman will be arriving any minute. Ah, hello there, Lever. How's the soup kitchen? Good evening, Your Grace. Yeah, well, here we are again. 
come for our fish put? I hope everything will be to your satisfaction, Your Grace. I hope so. What? Heads will roll otherwise, eh? <laughs> if you'll excuse me, Your Grace. Oh, yes, yes. You pop off. Make sure they don't burn it. What? Your Grace. <laughs> ah. Oh. There they all are. All the jolly old waiters all lined up against the wall as usual. Look as though they're going to be shot, eh, Audley? <laughs> Very good, Sherlock. <laughs> you want to review one pound? You're the senior military man present. No. Oh, good Lord. Thought the Colonel was going to speak then. That'd be a turn up for the book, eh? <laughs> Never thought of the cavalry as the silent service till I met you, Pound. Well, I'll do it myself then. <laughs> Screw the old eyeglass in the eye. Like a proper brigadier. Let's have a shot there. <laughs> yes. What are you doing skulking behind a pillar? Setting up straight. Good. Big fella, aren't you? Your grace, yes. Right. Now, what about you? Know your face? You've been here before. Eleven years, your grace. Ah, I thought so. Right, right. Well, um, dismiss. Huh? <laughs> off you go, off you go. Thank you, thank you, sir. Right, gentlemen, come to the table. Let's be seated. Ah, nice evening. Let's have a look at the wines. Let's see. Fizz, the widow, 1902. Now, Clarence. Father Brown. Oh, Mr. Lever. I hope uh, your guests all is well. Oh, oh yes. Oh. oh, I thought you must be hungry. I brought you something. Oh, that's very good of you. But you see, being Friday, I'm not supposed to eat. Ah, oh, it's the fish pie. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, that's fine. Oh, smells delicious. One, one moment. There, listen. What? Those feet. I keep hearing them, but I just can't place them. That heavy, slow step. At first I thought it was you. Oh, no, not me. No, no. The only creature on earth that walks like that is... Um, is a gentleman of Western oh, Europe. Western Europe? Yes, oh, no. and probably one who's never worked. Oh. No, it's the other step that worries me. <laughs> she much lighter. As feverish as a rat. Almost noiseless. Like a man walking on tiptoe. Oh, I'm sure I don't know, Father Brown. It doesn't seem very unusual to me. Oh, would you like something to drink? We have seltzer water and lemonade. Oh. I always keep some for you people, ever since we had the American clergyman here. Lemonade? American clergyman? Yes, most kind, but please don't. No, 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 thank you. Oh, sorry. Would you like some wine? Oh. It's only that the American clergyman was most rigorous about, you know, Yes, not, uh, yes, you see, that's where we differ theologically. Uh, the priest of my particular persuasion... Um, well, you see, we remember our founder's first miracle was changing the water into wine, and not the other way round. 
Yes, some wine would be... Oh, very... get Hector to bring it to you. Oh. Uh, he's a bit cut up, you know. Give him yes. something to do. Uh, uh, Moulin au vent, all right? Oh, yes. <laughs> right, I, I must get off. The gentleman, you know. Anything you want? Oh, oh good. Fine. Oh, thank you, waiter. Yes, I say, Audley, you're supposed to know about politics. Well, yeah, what did Northcliffe's rag say about you? The man the Empire needs, eh? Oh, oh Tosh. Well, what's his name? Um, that new Chancellor of the Exchequer. What's he like? Supposed to be more red than Keir Hardy. He's an interesting fellow, Charlie. Writes rather good poetry, as a matter of fact. Poetry? Good Lord. Minor stuff, but not half bad. Don't know what the country's coming to. Yeah, tell you one thing, Colonel. He's got a damn good seat. I was out with him with the corn last season. Left me, I can tell you. Your grace? Oh, no, no, no. No more, thank you, waiter. Got to leave room in the old tum for the fish portal. Soup, your grace. Soup? Ah! Now, that's more like it. Know a poem about soup? Soup? Of the evening, beautiful soup. <laughs> Who wrote that, eh, Tennyson? <laughs> your chance of the exchequer, fellow Wardley. Charlie, you're incorrigible. I don't believe for one moment. Come in. Father Brown. Ah. I brought you some wine, sir. Yes, you must be Hector. Yes. Shh, shh. Did you hear that? On the other side of the wall, the footsteps, very quick, and now slow and steady. Yeah, yes, it's, it's a passage from the kitchen to the dining room, sir. They've gone. Dear, you better have a glass of wine yourself, from the look of you. You need it. Oh, thank you. I've never seen anyone like that before. Uh, like? Dying. Ah, yes. I've seen all too many. If it's any consolation, when he actually died, he was at peace. <sighs> yes. Oh, the letter to Italy, I mustn't keep you. No, 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 don't go. There he is again. What a... It sounds to me like two different people. Yes. Yes, I thought of that, but there's a slight creak in the boots. I'm sure they're the same pair. Ah, cracking good fish pie, that was. <laughs> they can't do it like that anywhere but here. Nowhere. Nowhere, assuredly, except here. It was represented to me that the same could be done at the Café Anglais. Nothing like it, sir. Nothing like it. Overrated place. But the Colonel has spoken. <laughs> What's the matter with that waiter? Did you see that? Popped in as brisk as you like, looked over here, went white and popped out again. Another one now. Peep it round the door. And another. Well, I'll be blown. That splendid work young Mooch's doing in Burma. No other nation in the world... Boy, what the devil's going on? Uh, I, I'm extremely sorry, uh, Colonel, but your grace might prepared to have a word with you. It's very important. Oh, certainly. You will pardon me, your grace. Yes. Gentlemen, I have great apprehensions. Your fish plates, they are cleared away with a knife and fork on them. Well, I hope so. You see the waiter who took them away? You know him? Know the waiter? Certainly not. Well, I never sent him. I don't know when or why he came. 
I sent my waiter to collect the plates and he found them already gone. Do you mean that somebody has stolen our silver fish service? Oh, yes. Are all the waiters there? Yes, yes, they're all here, Colonel. I always count them as I review them. Never be more than 15 waiters and there were a 15 tonight. No more and no less. Wait on? You say... You say you saw all my 15 waiters? Uh-huh. Are you sure? 15 of them? As usual. What's the matter with that? Nothing. What? Only you never did. What? One of them's lying dead upstairs, Your Grace. Oh. I'm most terribly sorry. Is there anything one can do? Oh, he's had a priest. Thank you, sir. That's whatever my strong point. But if there were 15 of them lined up and only 14 live waiters, we're left with one extra, and he must be the thief. Yeah. Gentlemen, yes. down to the front yes. and back doors and secure oh, everything. Right. Right. Oh, the 24 pearls are worth recovering, apart from being made look at some damn fool. At your command, old boy. Come on, Audley. What? This is a lark. I will now, Lever, I want all your chaps on parade in here, pretty damn jolly. Yeah. Sir? Quickly, man, quickly, all the waiters and cooks and what have you, in here. Silence on parade. I went down and looked under the stairs and he wasn't there at all. That goes for you too, Charlie. Yeah, sorry, Colonel. Right, Lever. Up Yes, Colonel, I think so. Patron, what about Hector? Where's Hector? Anyone seen Hector? He was not downstairs by the sink. Who is this Hector? Uh, oh, he's an American, a plongeur. A what? Uh, a dishwasher. He's only been here a fortnight. Hector what? What's his surname? Where do I know? He's a dishwasher. Everyone just calls him Hector. Do you know about the silver? He was with Giovanni, the one who died. When Giovanni he was cleaning it. Well, it look, looks like we must find Hector. Uh, sorry to butt in, Colonel, but um, I think that chap behind you wants to say something. Uh, little fellow in black, he's just come in. Yes, I, 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 I must apologise for interrupting, gentlemen, but um, I, uh, I think perhaps I have what you're looking for. You... You? <laughs> a valuable thing to deposit in a cloak, Romante. Did you steal those things? Oh, well, at least I'm bringing them back again. But um, to make a clean breast of it, I didn't. Did you catch the fellow who did steal them? Oh, yes, yes. I caught him with an unseen hook and an invisible line, which is long enough to stretch to let him wander to the end of the world and still to bring him back with a twitch upon the thread. Yes, I, uh, I wrestled for his soul, and he, he repented of his crime. Oh, I say, <laughs> repented of his crime, eh? Did he? Has it been ripe, eh? <laughs> yes, yes. Odd, isn't it, that a thief and vagabond should repent, while many who are rich and secure remain hard and frivolous and without fruit for God and man? <laughs> yes. Now. Uh, no doubt you're anxious to continue with your meal, and I have a letter to post. If you doubt the penance, there are the knives and forks. Yes, good evening, gentlemen. What a funny little cove, Colonel. That was damn bad form, Charlie. I'm going after him to apologise. Padre! 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 Yes? Look here, I'm very sorry about that rudeness. Stupid young blighter. Oh. I'd like to apologise to you on behalf of the club. Pound's the name. Colonel Pound. No, no, no. There's really no need. And I'd also like to thank you for getting our silver back from that Yankee fellow. Yankee fellow? What's his name? Hector. Doesn't seem to have a surname. Fellow who disappeared. Oh, no, dear, dear, dear. There seems to be some confusion. No, Hector didn't steal your cutlery. Oh. He disappeared because I took the liberty of telling him to go home. But he had a very distressing day. And he's very young. 
Mind you, he did play a part in the theft. Uh, uh, no, an accidental part. Mm-hmm. He had the, um, the misfortune to share a taxi cab with a man in evening dress. Now, poor Hector mm. wasn't to know that when he chatted on to this man, he was talking to one of the most audacious thieves in Europe. Really? Yes, but I'm sorry I'm keeping you from your dinner. Dinner be hanged. I won't hear the end of this. Is there somewhere we can talk? Well, Mr. Lever was kind enough to lend me a room for a private matter. If you'd like to, it is just along here. Yes, yes. After you, my dear fellow. Yes. Do you know, Colonel, this archangel of impudence who stole your forks walked up and down this very passage 20 times in the blaze of all the lamps, in the glare of all eyes? Good Lord. <laughs> Don't ask me what he was like. You yourself have seen him six or seven times tonight. Yeah. Uh, yes, this way, along here. You see, Colonel, I was shut up in this small room. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's along here to the left. Good Lord. Place is a maze. <laughs> yes. I was doing some writing when I heard a pair of feet in the passage doing a dance that was, in its way, as queer as the dance of death. Uh, the heavy steps I recognised, uh, they were, if you'll excuse me, uh, very like yours. Oh. It was the walk of a well-fed gentleman oh. waiting for something oh. who strolls about because he is physically alert rather than mentally impatient. But there were other steps? Yes, funny little steps, definitely made by the same man. Now, what wild creature, I thought, tears about on tiptoe in that extraordinary style? Then I remembered Mr. Lever saying he found nothing unusual in those footsteps. Of course not. I realised he hears them every day, all day. It was the walk of a waiter. That walk was the body slanted forward, the eyes looking down, the ball of the toe spurning the ground, and, 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 and coattails and napkins flying. Now... Why should the same person sound like a gentleman one moment and a waiter the next? Wait a second. Think I'm ahead of you. You say the thief wore evening dress. So do waiters. (laughs) When he was with us, he pretended to be the 15th waiter. After all, we can't tell one waiter from another. (laughs) Then when the waiters were about, he played the gentleman. That's a thought. I suppose they can't tell us apart, either. Exactly. Now, his worst moment was when the waiter stood in a row. But even then, he contrived to lean against a pillar, so that, for that important instant, uh, the waiters thought him a gentleman, while the gentleman thought him a servant. <laughs> the rest of the time, he was either serving at table or strolling about as a gentleman. It was no new thing uh, to the waiters for a member of the smart set to pace about wherever he chooses. Fair enough, but tell me... How, how did you actually catch him? Ah, here we are. Now, <laughs> do come in. There we are. Please, sit down here. Thank you. Now then, <clears throat> I was sitting uh, here, like this, when I heard the same footsteps again, only this time they were not in the passage behind us, but in the main corridor in front, running like a hare and heading towards the main door. I went through into the cloakroom. Uh, the attendant wasn't there, and I, I'm afraid I slipped his coat on. But my, my costume is rather conspicuous. Me oh, oh, oh. um, coat, please. I find I have to dash off, don't you know? Um, here's my ticket, number four. Very good, sir. Uh, here they are, sir. Uh, look here, I haven't got any change. You'd better have this half-sovereign. Oh, I think, sir, you have some silver in your pocket. Hang it, if I give you gold, why should you complain? Because silver is sometimes more valuable than gold. Uh, that is, in large quantities. Uh, yeah, look, get out of my way. No. 
I don't want to threaten you. But... I do want to threaten you. I want to threaten you with the worm that dieth not and the fire that is not quenched. You're a rum sort of cloakroom clown. I am a priest, Monsieur Flambeau. What? How do you... The little priest. You again. <laughs> it must be fate. Fate? Do you know what the English King Alfred wrote in his copy of Bethius? I say, as do all Christian men, that it is a divine purpose that rules and not fate. Now, Monsieur Flambeau, I am ready to hear your confession. So, what did the fellow say to you? Oh, that must be where the story ends. Colonel, your health. Yours, Padre. Now, as to whether he gave the cutlery back in a spirit of true penitence or out of a sort of sporting spirit, uh, I'm not sure. A crime is like any other work of art. What? Oh, Colonel, don't be so surprised. Every work of art, divine or diabolic, has one indispensable mark. I mean, that the centre of it is simple. However much the fulfilment may be complicated, thus in Hamlet, let us say, the grotesqueness of the gravedigger, the flowers of the mad girl, the grin of the skull, are all oddities in a sort of tangled wreath round the one plain, tragic figure of a man in black. Gentlemen, be upstanding. His Majesty, King Edward. King Edward. Edward. God bless bless him. Ah, Ah. Cigars, waiter. Hello, Charlie. Oh, hello, Colonel. Where have you been? The king. Here. Have one of these Romeo and Juliettes. Old Audley here wants to start some new ceremony, don't you know? In honour of the forks being saved. (laughs) Any ideas? I should suggest that henceforward we wear green coats instead of black. Good idea. (laughs) I don't know. Just one thing. Why do you suggest that, old boy? Stop us looking like waiters. Uh, Hang it all. A gentleman never looks like a waiter. Mm. Nor a waiter like a gentleman, I suppose. (laughs) In The Queer Feet by G.K. Chesterton, the part of Father Brown was played by Andrew Sachs. Flambeau, Olivier Pierre. Colonel, Nat Brenner. Duke, Christopher Scott. Lever, David Graham. Hector, Kerry Shale. Doctor, David Sinclair. Giovanni, Arnold Diamond. Jean-Pierre, Robin Summers. Audley, Alan Thompson. The Queer Feet was adapted by John Scottney and directed in Bristol by Alec Reed. Mystery Radio presentation. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please feel free to like and rate this podcast on your favorite app. Also, there's a Nostalgic Mystery Radio YouTube page for your perusal to subscribe to. 
you can contact me by emailing me at nostalgicmysteryradio at gmail.com. I hope you have a blessed day or evening. And again, thank you for listening.